0: You're listening to the Beauty Brain Show where real scientists answer your beauty
1: questions. And now here's Randy and Perry. Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Beauty Brains. You know my usual partner Randy Schuler is not here today. And instead, we've got a special guest. We have Sarah Bellum. How's it going, Sarah?
0: Good. How are you?
1: Good. It's been a little while since you've been on the show.
0: Indeed it has, Perry. Indeed. Unfortunately, uh, my career at Beauty Brains was not uh, financially lucrative enough, so I had to go back and get a real job, which is kind of a bummer.
1: Uh, But your job is still in the beauty business. (laughs) It is. It
0: is. It is. It is. And, you know, I still like to pop in and see what you guys are up to.
1: Yeah, make sure that your husband makes any money. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we've got a really big show for you. It's going to be a little different than our usual fair. Um, we don't have any audio questions. Um, we have a few news stories, but uh, let's just see how it goes. So, <laughs> hey, why don't we talk about uh, a beauty news story? Sure. Um, well, I'll let you go first here, uh, Sarah. Sure. <laughs> sure. Wait, we. you know what? We usually have this... Uh, witty banter chit-chip Randy and I do oh okay about like what's going on oh is anything going on
0: uh uh no (laughs) not that I can
1: think of yeah I'm running a half marathon on Sunday
0: oh you run
1: well this is the point at where Randy says yeah this has nothing to do with beauty let's get Uh, back to the show oh
0: okay (laughs) do you want me to do that
1: all right (laughs) why don't we just talk about Rihanna
0: okay sure well, I don't know if you've heard, Perry, I don't know when the last time uh, you've been in a Sephora for any of your beauty needs, but
1: Rihanna... I don't, I don't go there that often, oh,
0: but, well, but
1: I, do, I do go there on the internet.
0: Yes, yes. Well, Rihanna just launched a new... She's some sort of singer or something, right? <laughs> um, just for the audience's sake, Perry isn't exactly up on pop culture. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm on pop culture, I I can, I know music from the 80s.
0: Sure. Well, Rihanna's a little more recent than that. Yes. Um, but to be honest, she's been a little off the radar, so um, she hasn't come up with any new songs lately. So evidently, she's been working on this makeup collection. There you go.
1: That takes so, away from the mu- music. Sure,
0: sure. So it's called Fenty, and I believe that's her actual last name. She's not just Rihanna. Oh, um, wow. I think so. I think I've heard this. Um, But this is quite a big deal. There are women lined up outside of Sephora's here in Chicago, waiting to get their hands on this new collection. So
1: how's it different than just any other?
0: Well, Rihanna worked on it.
1: (laughs) But I mean, is there anything special about it?
0: You know, I took a look at it. Um, I wasn't super impressed. It's pretty highly pigmented. So it's a little more, um, I don't know. I Colorful, but it's expensive and not really any different than uh, any other color customers. Well, no line. different
1: technology. I did read, though, that they came out with 40 shades, so, so it should appeal to a wide range of consumers.
0: 40 shades of what, though? A foundation. Oh, yes, yes. You know what? That is, that is true. Um, she was, I think, gearing her line towards um, more women of color, but um, in terms of technology, no, not yeah. that different. And I wasn't that impressed with the packaging either, just (laughs) an FYI.
1: Oh. Well, perhaps you're not the target market. I'm sure I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, look for that in uh, the holiday collection buying season near you, I guess.
0: (laughs) Well, it's out now, but she's coming out with a special holiday collection.
1: I I wonder if we can get on... uh the Fenty affiliate program for this advertisement.
0: <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> that way maybe then Cerebellum can work full-time for the Beauty Brains again. <laughs> right.
1: All right. Speaking of makeup, Cerebellum, I mm-hmm. saw this one story about uh, experts suggesting that you shouldn't wear makeup to the gym. Now, you, according to uh, the good folks uh, over in market research, that uh, like wearing makeup at this gym is now like a thing.
0: Well, it's a trend, Perry. It's called active beauty. So there's this idea that, you know, women are looking for makeup to last long. The idea is not really that you need to be fully made up for the gym. It's that, you know, today's well, woman is... Well, thank God
1: for that. Cause... Yeah, I know, I know.
0: <laughs> but today's woman is busy, right? She's working, she's working out, she's going to dinner, she's picking up her kids. So it's all about makeup that lasts throughout the day. I think this idea of active beauty may have been a little misinterpreted as being fully made up for the gym. It's ridiculous to be fully made up for the gym, in my opinion.
1: <laughs> well, there are brands that specifically target active women, like, and it kind of implies that you can wear it when you're doing exercise, right?
0: Yeah, I've heard of these brands, yes. Um, it seems a little crazy to me. But I guess, unless maybe unless you're a synchronized swimmer.
1: <laughs> but Sarah, back, in the, day, back in the days when you were uh, single, <laughs> maybe, maybe you would have, huh?
0: That would, I would, that would have implied that I went to the gym.
1: <laughs> well, I know you're a big rollerblader.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: that's true.
0: I You know what I like to wear? Cut off jean shorts and a uh, bikini top and some lipstick.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good look. <laughs> Well, the reason I bring it up, there was this uh, story in Beauty World News that says experts suggest you should think tw- experts suggest you should think twice before wearing makeup at the gym. Now, according to their expert, which was a facialist and esthetician, mm-hmm. um, you should never hit the gym wearing a full face of makeup. Yeah, it's probably true, right? <laughs> I don't know. Huh. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's true because probably the makeup is going to run. Exactly, right? exactly. You sweat, makeup yeah. stays on the outside, Yeah, sweat. and it
0: could ruin your clothes and just kind of be gross.
1: Right. But in this article, they say that um, the makeup will be more prone to absorbing and then cause damage in your pores.
0: What do you think about that, Perry? <laughs>
1: it seems it seems far fetched. Quite frankly, I doubt there is any good evidence for that.
0: Yeah, I agree. That seems a little ridiculous. Yeah. I think it seems reasonable that being fully made up for the gym could be uncomfortable, even if you have a really good, long lasting foundation or mascara. You know, if you're getting sweaty, it's going to get messy.
1: Right. I think the messiness is the problem. I mean, they also say here that. Uh, wearing makeup in the gym might res- result in skin deterioration. Yikes. Causing problems like acne and blackheads. <laughs> I-, I find that difficult to believe. I don't think there's any science that would support that.
0: Yeah, that seems reasonable. But I still feel like it doesn't seem like a great idea to be, full- be fully made up for the gym. Unless you're one of those people that just like walks on the treadmill <laughs> with reading a book. There,
1: there are a lot of people <laughs> like that. <right> there. <laughs>
0: then maybe that's for you.
1: All right, so there's some beauty news. Uh, You know, we've got a few questions on the forum, so uh, why don't you read some of the questions that we got? Let's take that first one and then talk about it. Sure.
0: So here's our first question. Um, Hi, guys. I've heard some horror stories of people buying expired or knock-off beauty products on Amazon. Is there any good way to tell if a product is legit other than trial and error? Yeah,
1: it's a good question. Uh, A lot of people don't know that. You know, you can pretty much buy anything on Amazon. Uh, Amazon, you know, people sign up for Amazon, they become Amazon sellers, and then Amazon lets them sell pretty much anything. Although, for beauty products, you have to actually qualify as like a certified beauty product seller. Okay. But, I, I mean, people could go to the store, say, go to your local mass market store, buy products from whatever brands, let's say they're on sale, Mm -hmm. and then put them up on Amazon for sale and and sell them. So, I mean, in that case, those products would be, would not be counterfeit.
0: Right. Though, if that person maybe is buying them, um, I don't know, you could buy them from a dollar store maybe, which could be a little bit expired. I don't know. Can that happen?
1: Right. I mean, stuff like that could happen. So... Uh, but, as far as can you tell whether you bought one of those um not really i I wouldn't think you could
0: no, but I think you i don't know if you if you purchase from a verified seller, I feel like or you know if you're worried about it, go directly to the brand.
1: well, what you can do is a lot of times the uh the packaging will have a number on it. we call those lot numbers in the business. But you can contact the, the company, the manufacturer, and say, hey, I got this lot number, is it real, or something like that. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. But in general, I would be careful of who you purchase from if the seller doesn't have uh, you know, a good status or whatever. I don't know. I feel like there's some things you can do. I definitely would be cautious of buying on eBay, for example.
1: Right. Well, and also, the, the other thing about Amazon is if, as a customer, uh, the, you don't like the product... They have a pretty good return policy, and so just ask for a refund if it doesn't match what you would expect it to.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, next question.
1: All right, next question.
0: Hi, I'm fascinated with the whole K-Beauty craze. With, gre- with ingredients like snail, <laughs> bee venom, sheep pl- placenta, my curiosity is piqued. Not to mention the fact that most K-Beauty routines consist of at least 10 steps. Is there any validity to the use of ingredients like these? Are 10 steps better than 3?
1: <laughs> K-Beauty is pretty huge, yeah? Huh?
0: Huge. We're talking about it in the biz, for sure. Are we? Yeah. Yes.
1: They are really big with masks and things, right?
0: Yes. Sheep masks have tipped from premium to mainstream, Perry.
1: You mean, did you say sheep
0: masks? No, sheet. Oh,
1: sheet. <laughs> I thought they were like, you put this mask with a sheep on there. It's really wooly. It's,
0: it, it's a sleep. That's it for sleeping.
1: Oh. Right. <laughs> so the masks are a big part of K-Beauty. For
0: sure. And if she is correct, there is a lot of steps um, and K-Beauty, um, there's multiple cleansing steps, serums, moisturizers.
1: So about this, though. First, there's two questions here, right. really. So the first, do these crazy ingredients, snail mucus, bee venom, sheep placenta, do these really have any impact? I would say for the most part, there's little to no evidence that these things are going to have any anything more than just like moisturization effects.
0: Yeah, that seems reasonable. They're all just the, you know, newest hero ingredients, and this may be for shock value, right? You know, beyond the normal botanicals, herbals, I don't know.
1: Yeah. It certainly gets people talking about them. It
0: does, though. I mean, I think it also raises some questions about animal products, and I don't know.
1: Right, uh do people ethically feel bad about uh, milking snails for their mucus
0: exactly or bees <laughs> you know bees are honeybees are endangered oh that
1: is true huh.
0: Huh.
1: well I, I don't think i don't think the ingredients uh, there there will be much evidence to support using the ingredients now how about this question of is 10 steps better than 3 hmm
0: that's one to ponder
1: well i In reality there's no way 10 steps are necessary right (laughs) that's just that's just crazy
0: yeah it's crazy
1: so certainly you need a step to like wash your face of course right Mm -hmm. because i guess we're speaking about the face right mostly yes
0: yes of course right you wouldn't have
1: 10 steps to do your hands
0: no i mean i am familiar with some of these products one of the things they talk about in korean beauty is this multi-cleansing step so there's oil cleansers, um, and then there's no rinse cleansers, and um, it's all meant to, you know, gently remove makeup, or uh, there's also a lot of concern, particularly in Asia, about pollution, so there's a lot of sort of anti-pollution claims in some Korean beauty. You know, maybe, unless you live in a really big city in the U.S., it's probably not a huge concern, um, and I would just say that most American women don't have the patience for 10 skincare steps, so... Uh, right. I think a good cleansing, make sure your makeup is off, obviously, and a good moisturizer is probably all you need.
1: So three steps, two steps? Ste-
0: two to three steps. Yeah, I think an occasional exfoliation is important. Sure,
1: sure. Maybe a little spritzer in the face during the day. You
0: know? <laughs> yeah, you could just splash some water on your face. <laughs> it's a refresher. Sure, sure. Uh, I guess I know what Perry does when I'm not home. <laughs>
1: <sighs> all right, Sarah, let's get one more question in. All
0: right. Dash says, I've read quite a few times now about people diluting their shampoo with water before using it. The ratio varies, but it's roughly one part shampoo to five parts water. Does this seem like a good hair protective idea? Or would it simply not clean as well? Huh. That's an interesting question. It reminds me
1: of when I was in college, though. You know, (laughs) I'd get down to... I didn't really spend a lot on shampoo.
0: (laughs) I'm shocked to hear this. Was it... Did it cut into your windbreaker budget?
1: (laughs) So... What I do is I get down half a bottle, and then I would just fill it up back with water. And I'm like, hey, it's a whole new bottle of shampoo.
0: Yeah. There is an issue with that, of course.
1: What's the issue? Bacteria. Oh, yeah, there (laughs) is. Certainly, it does make the preservative system not work as well. Hey, nobody said I was the cleanest guy in college. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen the pictures? (laughs) But... But what about this uh, diluting the shampoo? Uh, does it seem like a good idea? It's hair protective idea. I guess the idea would be that if you dilute it, it's gonna be a, a, a weakened, I guess, yeah, or a less gentler, a gentler
0: approach to hair washing.
1: Right. So in that way, uh, yeah, it will it will do that. I mean, you'll have less. Um, detergent.
0: Right, right.
1: But you could also just use less, right? (laughs) Also a good solution. Which would be about the same. Uh, But there are a lot of reasons that it's not a good idea, right? right? Because when we formulate, we formulate enough, the the concentration to make the shampoo that works. You know, if less detergent worked better, then we would use less detergent.
0: Right. And to your point, the preservative system is designed with the ratios that were already created so if you put a lot more water in there you're um you could you could raise the risk of getting some bacteria in your shampoo which is gross
1: right yeah washing your head with bacteria doesn't doesn't seem like a good thing
0: and if you're concerned about washing your hair too frequently there are other solutions um you could use a dry shampoo um, on occasion if you're worried about some oily scalp um you could just use a conditioner um, so, I think there's other opportunities for oh. clean, gentle cleansing without ruining your shampoo.
1: Right, right. So, so don't dilute your shampoo. It's... <laughs> Unless you're washing your clothes, but... <laughs> oh, boy. That's a whole, that's a whole different topic. <laughs> yeah. All right. Why don't we end with one thing. Since you're here and Randy isn't. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Randy and I are dudes. We don't really use a lot of products. I mean... <laughs> I mean we use products but we talk about products that and uh the the chemistry and we all know that, but you actually would use products. So is I there do. any product that uh you you've been sort of hot on lately or type of product or something?
0: Well, Perry, I actually had an experience um and while I very much am a believer in buying um, products, you know, drugstore products, the products that I think work well, I am a little bit of a sucker for Sephora. I just like shopping there. I like the experience. I like testing products. And for many years, I've been using kind of a fancy foundation from Christian Dior. And I ran out of this foundation. I just went to my trusty Sephora app to reorder the foundation, and it was out of stock. Oh, okay. I know. And I didn't really feel like guessing what other foundation I would like. So it just so happened I was going to be going to Target. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy a foundation from Target. So I bought this foundation called L'Oreal Infallible. It was one-fifth of the price of my Christian Dior foundation. And it turns out I really like it. It has a really nice texture. It has good coverage. um, The packaging is good. I mean, honestly, I'm really pleased with it. So not only did I save myself money – I actually am experiencing a really good product. So, you know, again, just, you know, I L'Oreal, shout out to you guys, doing a good job over there. Um,
1: wait a second, you're not getting paid by L'Oreal for that, because we frown on that kind of thing here.
0: <laughs> I know, but Excuse we might me, have some Excuse me while I La-
1: drink my Lipton tea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, maybe I'll have a sip of my LaCroix.
1: <laughs> oh, wait. Wait, that's Canfield. Well, LaCroix sounds La better.
0: That's oh. <laughs> what the millennials drink. <laughs>
1: So I guess the bottom line from this experience is that if you're using something really expensive, run out of it and get something cheap and see if it works just as good. Exactly.
0: Exactly. So, yeah. That's the moral of the story.
1: All right, Sarah Bell. Looks like that brings us to the end of the show. Wow. Uh, yeah. We uh, we talked the hell out of this one, didn't we? <laughs>
0: we did. Thanks again for having me on. It's always fun.
1: Yeah. Well, thanks for stopping by. Uh, Randy will be back uh, next month to answer questions, and which will be much better researched I think we know who
0: the brains behind the is <laughs> yes.
1: yeah it's an intern that we hired a re- re- researcher <laughs> Ah, kidding <laughs> kidding uh, yeah so that brings us to the end of the show thanks for stopping by and as always you're supposed to say the tagline which is oh don't you listen to the show oh my god <laughs> as always Be brainy about your beauty.